all of us. Everyone at the state's academic medical center. All working together to deliver complete care now and for generations to come. All over the state, including hospital and clinic locations from the Delta to the Gulf Coast. All for one reason, you. The University of Mississippi Medical Center. All for your health. You're listening to a podcast of Relatively Speaking on MPB Think Radio. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Good morning and thanks for listening. This is Relatively Speaking, the show all about you and your family. I'm Dr. Susan Buttress, Professor of Pediatrics at the University of Mississippi Medical Center. Well, Mother's Day is coming up this Sunday, so don't forget it. It's one of the most celebrated days of honor in the United States. Every year, this time, unrelatively speaking, we use this art to let you tell us about why your mother is special to you. Or maybe it's someone else. Maybe it's not your mother, but that mother figure. We want to hear about her or him. Then you can share the podcast with her on Mother's Day. That would be a fun gift, right? So today I'll also talk a little bit about secure attachments to mothers, how they happen, and why they're so necessary. I know that's a serious piece. So before we get into that, I want to talk to you a little bit about some of the reasons that mothers are important. And these are things I want you to think about as you're thinking about how you want to honor your mother. So if it weren't for your mother... First of all, you wouldn't even be breathing, right? We all had a mother, whether it was a biologic mother who did not give anything back or a mother who gave you the entire life, helped you become that wonderful adult that you are. So, you know, sometimes all that some people can say positive about their mothers is is just that that they brought us onto the earth. Um, But most of us want the connection to our mothers. We want to be loved. We want to be accepted by them. In the best scenarios, right, mothers are our emotional support as we're growing. They heal our wounds. They help us both physically and emotionally. Um, Most of our mothers worked very hard and made sacrifices, so our lives would be better. And many of our mothers had a very different life growing up than we did, but they worked hard to make our lives different. We hear countless stories, and I'd love to hear some from you, about mothers who worked extra jobs trying to make sure you had what you need, need needed in life, or mothers who worked extra jobs to make sure that you could go to the professional school or the college that you wanted to. The other thing is typically mothers are forgiving, right? They typically let go of some of the mistakes that we made through life and continue to recognize the positive things we've done. 
our mothers gave us boundaries. So those boundaries helped us become better people. Um, you know, we talked a lot about letting go, letting your kids go to college, letting your kids begin as they're in their teen years to make decisions for themselves. And we know that's really, really important. But um, it's important as a child's growing up to have those boundaries so that we learn the values and the limitations and all of that as we're growing into those older teens. The other thing often is, you know, mothers are our protectors in ways that perhaps we don't even understand. Sometimes they're looking out for us. They're hearing and seeing things that maybe we aren't hearing and seeing and noticing um, when they need to jump in and, and protect. So basically what I'm saying is our mothers taught us, helped us through life, whether it was that biologic mother, an adoptive mother, a grandmother, whoever that individual was, they helped us move into our adulthood to become a success, okay? So as, as we're moving along, listeners, I want you to go ahead and give us your thoughts about what was special about your mother. Um, was a nurturing, loving figure in your life your biologic mother, or was there someone else that you'd like to honor today? Mothers, I'm going to ask you, what, what is your ideal way for you to be treated on this Mother's Day? What would you love to happen? I can tell you what was one of my ideal um, ways of honor, and I'll talk about that after we go to our um, our break, I want you to understand that there it doesn't have to be a big monetary gift. It right. really doesn't. Right? I agree. It yeah. doesn't have to be uh, money. It could be uh, appreciation. Yeah. It could be uh, a dinner where you're not in the kitchen. If you're the mom that's always cooking, uh, yeah. always giving, maybe it's a day where we just cater to you. You get a foot massage, breakfast in bed, um, a day to yourself. Maybe whisk mom away to yeah. a place where she doesn't have to hear the word mom <laughs> uh, called out at all that day. I mean, just yeah. like you said, cater, give the gift that fits your mom. Yeah, but I think it'd be good for us to hear from some mothers because, you know, there's so mm. much advertisement about what mothers want. Typically, it's flowers or jewelry. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, I dare say there are not too many. Some women don't want jewelry right. or flowers, but something else. And so I'd really like to hear from mothers of all ages. Uh, tell us, what what would be a great way for you to be honored? It might it might be something not material at all. Right, right. So, give us a call one eight seven seven MPB ring. That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Or you can send an email to family at mpbonline dot org. Today we're talking about mothers honoring mothers. How do you do that? And then we'll talk too, as you know, a little bit. I love to add a little science to 
everything that I talk about on this show. And so maybe before we go to the break, let me just tease you with a couple of things. Um, one particular study that you might not like the study, but it'll just take tell, give me a, a give me a couple of minutes to tell you about it. Um, so there was this psychologist Harry Harlow who was working at the University of Wisconsin in the 1960s. And he actually could not do this experiment today. But at the time, what he was doing was he was looking at emotional attachments and and was looking at our primal desire to be attached to our mothers um, and what was more important, to eat and survive or to be attached. Okay, so what he did to test this, um, which was a little bit cruel or a lot cruel, is that he deprived monkeys of food, making them hungry. And then he stuck them in a cage where they had choices to go to two mother figures. One was uh, a hard, wired um, electronic looking figure equipped with a bottle that would feed the baby, okay? The other was a soft, cloth-like, warm, blanketed mother that looked like a monkey without any food. And so he studied what the response was after he let them move toward one or the other. And what he found over and over and over again, these desperately hungry, hungry monkeys went, ran over um, got some substance from the wire like, but immediately, not even depleting the bottle, would run over for comfort to to the soft, snuggly mother. And that makes me, I don't know why, it makes me tear up. It's kind of teary. Well, mm-hmm. not because of the cruelty, it's because everyone, and I tell this to everyone, we are human beings, and anything that's living desires love. A plant. You're a planner. You're a gr- you have a wonderful green thumb. <laughs> Thank you for the beautiful flowers today. <laughs> for but Mother's Day. Everything that's living desires and needs love. Love can be like you water your plants. You yeah. talk to them. I'm sure you probably talk to them. Talk to them and every day. <laughs> so if you deprived anything living from any type of love, it will die. So I love this experiment. And, of course, being in counseling, Knowing about these experiments, that's that nature versus nurture age-old theory or uh, argument and which one is needed more. Yeah. And, I mean, of course, I think life is a balance of both. Absolutely. Yeah. We mm -hmm. know that, you know, there's a certain amount of genetic, but what happens to you after you're born Mm. is so vital. And we will talk a little more about how important attachments are Mm. and how you what kind of adult you become. Because many times if you never had anybody that you could attach to, like your mother, like your father or grandmother, whoever was that nurturing, wonderful person who raised you to be that that adult, without that, then there's a lot of difficulty with security in just moving forward in life in general. Well, I yeah. would like you to touch base on what happens when it's severed. If it was developed, mm-hmm. it was there, and then it gets severed somehow. Um, or changes. Uh, a lot of um, diagnoses are that come from a severed relationship, right? Or right things like that. So yeah, yeah. Sever, I, I think severed is 
Maybe worse than not having it at all in the no, beginning. No, not true. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. No, in fact, there were there were some studies done on on young boys who were um, in an orphanage from birth, and of course, there's a lot of re- look at the Romanian or orphanages and um, and basically never developing an attachment is is very harmful and there are certain different outcomes of that so yeah we can talk more about that and uh, like I said I have another short study I want to tell you about about attachments um, not so much about disorders but we'll go on to our first break today callers go ahead and call in as we're talking about the importance of mothers, call in and tell us about what's special about your mother, perhaps how you hope to honor her. And mothers, call in and tell us how you'd like to be honored. Love to hear from both sides. one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 7464 Or you can send an email to family at mpbonline.org. This is Relatively Speaking. I'm Dr. Susan Buttress. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Dr. Susan Buttress. Children grow and change so fast, it's important to help them build the strong foundations they need to help develop lifelong skills and succeed in school. Whether it's singing songs in the car or counting steps while walking to the mailbox, there are many ways to help young children learn new skills and reach new developmental milestones. Even before they can talk, babies can make connections and respond to adults' words, sounds, and facial expressions by clapping, waving, or smiling back at them. Not only is it fun, but it's important to talk, read, and sing with children. More at MississippiThrive.com. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Welcome back and thanks for listening. Today on this Tuesday before Mother's Day, we are talking about mothers particularly how you grew up with your mother and how you hope to honor your mother on this upcoming Mother's Day. Um, Don't forget about it. It's really important. Without our mothers, we wouldn't be here, right? So I do want to always remind everybody, I think we all understand that just because a mother was a biologic mother doesn't mean that that was the most important mother figure in your life. So feel free to call in and talk about that. How how was maybe your life a little bit different because of someone else who who was that mother figure for you and and what did they do? So give us a call one eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. We've got open lines, but I'm going to go on to our first caller, Diane from Batesville. Hi, Diane. Hi. Thank- How are you today? I am doing great. I'm glad you're calling in to talk about Mother's Day. Tell us what your thoughts are. Well, number one, sadly, I can't honor my mother, but 
she knows what I'm thinking. <laughs> uh, but my kids, we have frequently lived in various different cities, different states, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I have always been happy with just a phone call. Mm. Tell, I mean, yeah. if, they do, if they do something special, it's even better. But, you know, a phone call is great. Yeah. Tell us um, tell us why you're satisfied with just a phone call. I, I want to hear you expand on that a little bit more. Well, this started years. I mean, I talk to my kids fairly frequently. But uh, this started years ago when long distance was expensive. Mm-hmm. And I was I was a travel nurse, so I was not always in the same state as anybody else, you know. Right. My kids got older. So I was happy when they called me because it was hard for them to even send anything. Yeah. Well. And it was expensive. Well, know, I mean, they're struggling on college money or whatever, you know. So it was expensive for them to call me instead of me calling them. Yeah. Well, you know, Diane, um, you're bringing up a good point. A phone call, even even now, I think, even though most of us have phone plans and so every phone call doesn't cost a lot of money, I think the the idea in in my mind is is the fact that they're just stopping and thinking about you on that day, right? I agree. That's exactly it right there. And I mean, oftentimes, because of our crazy schedules, my daughter has given me Mother's Day gifts in August. I mean, it's kind of crazy. But, and it's so, still fun, it's really isn't cool. it? Um, it's a lot of fun that way. Yeah. <laughs> So it's not just one day. And I know that, that many of us feel like our, our children recognize us more than this one day. But I do, I would encourage everybody, like um, Diane's children, uh, just at least to give a call. And, and I will say, um, shipping's gotten more difficult, getting things in time. Everything's gotten more expensive, um, even food and gas. And so, yeah, life's gotten a little bit more difficult, but just that phone call recognition would be cool, right? It is. It is absolutely fantastic. Well, okay, everybody out there, you're hearing that from Diane. She started us off. Thanks, Diane. Oh, you're more than welcome. Thank you. All right. Take care. Have a good Mother's Day. You too. Thanks. Okay, we're going to stay on the line because we have Brother Daniel calling. Hey, Brother Daniel. What's up, my mothers? <laughs> oh, the mothers of Mississippi. Lord have mercy. I know all this, you know, not to bring a solemn time. I know all these chillings and the shooting and all this stuff and our children. I want to thank all the mothers. It's going to take the mothers to save the, the world and the country, just like Queen Elizabeth. But I just wanted to say to y'all, you know, don't worry. Everything's going to be all right. You know, that's why my father said back when I was 16, sons, I know it's a mother's day, but your mother gets a month. I only get a day because it only took a day to make it. So, so always remember, mother's day is mother's month in our house. And if you forget, make sure you call your mom. And make sure you're sending that kiss because we need all the encouragement and love we can. I want to thank all the mothers out there that is trying hard to do the best they can. And especially to them single mothers out there, be encouraged. Let your prayers be answered. And please, 
be in your children's lives. This will help to make the difference in our children today. And don't tell them you can have everything you want. Tell them whatever you ask for, make sure that you value what you get and remember to love your mom. Beautiful message. Thank you, Brother Daniel. Thanks for calling. And I I think you're bringing up a couple of points I want to emphasize. One, that we do know that um, for for single parents, whether it's a, a mother or a father who are raising children in a single family, uh, single parent household, it is more difficult because you have to be both. Um, you You have to try to make sure that that you are that breadwinner, that that person who who holds up the family. You have to do the repairs. You have to pay the bills. You have to do the cooking and the buying of the items that your children need. So it's a if you just sat down and wrote down everything that a, a mother does, particularly single mothers. Um, it would be um, a, a job description of many, many pages long. So I, I hope everybody is thinking about that. And also, if, you're, if your mother made a misstep or wasn't that perfect mother, think about what they were trying to do as they were moving along and, and holding up the family. So if, if mother wasn't the most wonderful mother, kind of make yourself think through where, where your mother was. I try whenever someone is, is not being the person that I think that they need to be, whether it's a child or an adult, I try to make myself think about, okay, what what has made them act that way so that you can move through and get through life and perhaps forgive your mother for something that she did or didn't do and and still honor and celebrate her. So anyway, Brother Daniel, thanks for bringing that that up because I, I really do know that as we talk about this, there are probably people listening out there who didn't have the perfect mother, who didn't have, um, who perhaps maybe wasn't honored because of some relationship um, that has has had a misstep. So let me remind everybody, if, if for whatever reason you have a strained relationship or an estranged relationship with your mother, perhaps this month, this Sunday, is the day to think about working through that, reaching out, um, sending a text, making a phone call, sending a note in the mail. might not get there on time, but at least it'd be something that you've made an effort to do. So thank you for that, Brother Daniel, as always. Um, We are talking about honoring our mothers. We are talking about how we would like to be honored. And so I want 
those listeners, give us a call. If you want to share the podcast later with your mother after you give words of honor, do that. You've got time. We've got 30 minutes left. So jump in. Give us a call, one eight seven seven mpb ring That's 877-672-7464. You can send an email to family at mpbonline.org. All right, we're staying on the phones. We have Mikey in Mobile. Hi, Mikey. Hey, good morning. I am really enjoying this program. And Brother Daniel, thank you, man. What a guy. Um, uh, I mean, really, uh, he uplifts me. He he has that positive voice, doesn't he? And I, I hope that I can come somewhere even close to it because my mother and I did not always have such a perfect relationship. She was a teen mom. She was barely 19 when I was born, and within nine years, there were six other siblings, and there were um, uh, alcohol problems in the family, Mm -hmm. and uh, my father was only five years older, so, you know, the math ain't too hard to do, but um, uh, we, we struggled through somehow, and there is still love. The love is what I want to focus on you know, despite all the hardships, and there have been plenty, and still are sometimes. But um, the love is, for me, and this is a Felder-inspired kind of a thing, the plants, the plants that my grandmother gave me, her mother, and and my father's mother, the, the gardening experience that they shared with me, the, and and the plants. I I have plants that are fifty years old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> House plants. Um, uh, and uh, it, you know when you look at them and you think about when you got them and you weren't you know even well I can't say the word. Okay, can I say titty high? <laughs> when my my grandmother gave them to me, okay, that was just the kind of person that she was. Yeah, she, she was a perfect lady in public, but she would say things like that in private because it was us, you yeah. know. Um, uh, <laughs> so, Mikey, uh, I, yeah, I think you you brought up something that I love to do for my children and my friends and and um, that I receive so many plants from my grandmother um, is that sharing of something from your yard. Um, and sharing. they've got some to give to everybody else, right. too. It's, and they've got their good ways to think about you, whether you are their biological mom or their, you know, chosen, you know, buddy mom, whatever, right? Yeah, exactly. I love that idea of a buddy mom because I bet there's several out there. And, you know, that'd be fun to hear about those those buddy moms, those moms who really weren't. You know, I'll I'll tell you a, a couple of uh, quick stories about uh, my family. I got married for the first time um, when I was in my early twenties, and um, my mother-in-law was just a, a wonderful, basically country woman, born in Columbus, Mississippi, but traveled the world with her husband, who who was career Air Force. 
And um, and she taught me so much about um, the love of travel, the love of old things, of antiques. She loved antiques. And um, she loved food and was an awesome cook. And so I adore my mother, my biologic mother. She's a great mom, raised eight of us, and just did a beautiful um, job of loving and nurturing and really not taking, um, not doing for herself. But we have got so many smart, I mean, just brilliant, brilliant women that have come out of Mississippi and Alabama. We really do. We do. So we need to honor them, right? And (laughs) well, Mikey, thanks for calling. Thank you for listening and for letting me talk. (laughs) Absolutely. Okay. um, Before we go to the next break, I just want to tell you that... um, that as we're moving along, attachments, as we talked about early on, are so very important. And why it's so important, if there is not a biologic mother there, that that our children, all of our children from the very beginning, have the ability to attach to someone who is that mother figure. So... Um, When we come back after the break, I'll tell you about my very favorite gift that I got from my children. And it wasn't a monetary um, experience. In fact, it was was, uh, just a wonderful gathering together experience. So, um, okay. Well, maybe I'll tell you about it now. I think we're not going to go to our break yet. So uh, one Mother's Day uh, a few years ago, all of my children were able to gather together, which um, I had two daughters living out of town and but we all were able to get together. And what happened is that um, I got home from church that morning and they told me I needed to go visit my mother and my mother-in-law and so with my husband. And so I said, okay. They met me at the front door. So we left, and they wanted me to come back. And when I came back, they had set up this beautiful picnic in the backyard. And they had cooked. They had put flowers from the yard on the table, set the tables with tablecloths out outside. And um, we had this wonderful, glorious gathering together that... Um, cost no more than the dinner that we were going to have anyway. But it was my absolute favorite memory. I still can picture it walking to the backyard um, when they told me to come home, and, um, and I saw that. And it was so, you know, first of all, they did it all together. There wasn't one, one individual who did it, which was uh, my family working as a team, which I loved. And then they um, took the time to prepare what they thought I would love, and I did. And we just spent the afternoon together. That was it. There was no gift. That was my gift, and it was the best. And ever. that's and that's what and that was beautiful. And that's what we said earlier. Yeah, you give a gift that caters to the person you're giving it to. Maybe it's not a ring. Maybe it's not a necklace. Maybe it's not flowers. But you seeing your family working together, appreciating you all as together, that made you feel 
just so good. And that's what I was saying. A breakfast in bed, maybe time alone. But <laughs> you know what? I want to hear you give your mom a shout out. This is a mom, a Mother's Day show. I want you guys to give yeah, us a I'm call. I'm surprised we right. haven't heard from we're, more well, people. Well, we're about to get them. I need you guys to get on the phone, one 672 Tell Say your mom's name, like we always say. Don't just say my mom. I need you to give your mom a shout out. Say her name. It, and the young lady who called earlier and said she can't honor her mom, and I was shaking my head. If your mom is no longer here on this earthly with you physically, you could still honor your mom. <laughs> you can Absolutely. always honor your mom. Uh, she's passed on. Uh, if she's here, say your mom's name. Uh, that's going to help you. A lot of people have issues with this day, Dr. Butchers, I know. We can talk about that a, a little bit later. But some people, it's really hard for them to deal with Mother's Day. And talk about it and be right. around other people. But I think I haven't dealt with that yet. But thinking about the fun times, thinking about that smile, thinking about something that she did and make you feel special, that may help you deal with this day and this time, Mother's yeah. Day. Yeah. So uh, we're going to go to our break. The sadness and, then, and yeah, the loss. Yeah. But I love to hear you guys give your moms a shout out on this Mother's Day show. All right. This is Relatively Speaking, and we will be right back. We have a caller coming in. I want to see more of you honoring your mother on this lovely day. There isn't anything or anyone that I could be, and it just wouldn't feel right. If I didn't have you by my side. There for me to love and care for me when skies were gray. Whenever I was down, you were always there to comfort me. No one else can be what you have been to me. You will always be. You will always be the girl in my life for all time. Mama. I'm Dr. Jimmy Stewart, Professor of Internal Medicine and Pediatrics at the University of Mississippi Medical Center. On the original Southern Remedy, we answer questions about all aspects of your health and share some of the latest medical information in the news. You can listen to the show on Wednesdays at 11 on MPB Think Radio, or you can subscribe to the podcast by searching for Southern Remedy on your preferred podcasting app. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. You might have a mom, she might be the bomb, but ain't nobody got a mom like mine. Her love's to the end, she's my best friend, ain't nobody got a mom like mine. She's my world. Welcome back. She's my this is Relatively Speaking. 
and I'm Dr. Susan Buttress. Today we're talking about moms, honoring our moms, and making sure that we let them know that we care about them and we understand what they did for us, okay? All right, we're going to go back to the phones. We have Angie and Mobile first. Hey, Angie, thanks for calling. Hi, thanks for having me. Yes. Tell us well, what your thoughts are about mom. Is it? Okay, well, I just wanted to say that I lost my mom maybe 15 years ago. Mm, but I'm I still sorry. have a really hard time. Thank you, like, on her birthday mm-hmm. and uh, Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. And so what I personally do and um, do with my family, and I've even asked them to do this when I'm gone, is... We light a candle, like, early that morning um, as a salute to my mother. Mm-hmm. And then I just share stories about her. Like, we call other family members as well. You know, if they're female, wish them Happy Mother's Day. But we just share um, stories. And I actually have grandchildren now, and I tell them about my mom. Um, as well, just to kind of keep her name and legacy alive within our family. And I found that that helps me a lot. Angie, that's beautiful. And and that's a wonderful way to honor your mother and to help you deal with, with the loss, to remember that she is. Those memories are still with you. And that she does live on in in those memories that that you have. So I think that's beautiful to light that candle and write down those. And I love the idea that you are then calling other people and wishing them Happy Mother's Day. And just, I mean, certainly if you want to tell them a fun story about your mother, um, and for grandkids who didn't get to um, know their great-grandmother um, or their grandmother, for those of you who are listening, I think that's a wonderful idea to let people know what, what those grandparents gave you or those mothers gave you that lives on in you. So, Angie, keep remember that, that your mother lives on in you, and it sounds like you're continuing that. So instead of, though, let me give you some advice, try to make yourself happy about these memories and try to put let these memories put a smile on your face so that you're not oh, sad. Oh, they do. Good. Oh, they, they, they do. I had a really, really, really hard time the first few years but the stories actually do make me feel better and when I call my aunts and then you know we share stories about how when she was a little girl or something that they remember she did for me when I was little that I don't it really does make me happy and I forgot to mention that we also do a recipe like one of the recipes oh I love that that. yeah so yeah, it it brings me joy now, but it it was hard at first. I remember one year I went into a Hallmark store to buy something for someone else, and I saw a Mother's Day card. Actually, picked it up and purchased it, and then when I got in the car, I was like, "Wait a minute! Like your mom's gone!" And then like I cried for like an hour, um, and I kept the card though. But you know, it's 
it's difficult once they've passed, but the little ceremony that I do for her now really brings me a lot of joy. Oh, good. I love I love hearing that. That's a great example of, one, how you can honor your mother if you've lost her, and two, how you can also continue the memories and make sure that you're share, sharing the positive things that she gave you. So, Angie. Well, thank you so much, and congratulations to all the moms out there. Thank you, Angie, so much, and happy Mother's Day to you. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye. Okay, our next caller, we have Katie and Jenny hanging on, but next is Brother Daniel again. Hey, Brother Daniel, I hear you want to give some honor. Hey, Mama, I know you can hear me. I know you can't speak right now. You're listening all the way from New York, and uh, I want to tell you my mom is uh, the Queen Nancy L. Williams. With the, uh, our African Native American with a slice of Irish. That's how she said in our family. And we learned that even when our parents go, our family, like my auntie, she died at 98 years old. She said, always remember, I'm always with you. So if you feel like somebody pinched you or, or put their hand on your shoulder or maybe kick you in the butt, they are not gone. <laughs> the spirit is still there. I remember when she when she taught me real quick when she... When my auntie taught me about mincemeat pie. Mincemeat pie, that's right, mincemeat pie. You heard it here first. And how to make a good pumpkin pie with a a, a, a slice of peach in it. Now, I know y'all ain't never heard nothing like that, but that's a little bit of Virginia and Mississippi. So uh, I want to give a shout-out to my mom. And also, don't, don't, don't threat. Like she said, please be happy. Because this is only a temporary place that we go to now to learn our training, to move on to our next destination. So don't be, be like New Orleans. Feel a little sadness, but at the minute, at the last moment, feel that celebration. Because they're never gone. They're always watching you. You got it. That's that's beautiful. So so thank you for for calling and honoring your mother and your auntie and others. So thanks, Brother Daniel. Um, I think we lost Jenny. Jenny, call back. Um, sorry about that, uh, but we have an open line for you. We'll go next to Katie and Byram. Good morning. Hey, Katie. Thanks <laughs> for calling. To your show. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I listen to your show all the time, and I just want to give my mom a shout-out. I'm Katie Bernard. My mother's name is Sally Walker. She passed seven years ago. But on Mother's Day and many days, she was a nature lover, so I can just walk outside and just be with her and nature, and whenever I see a butterfly, I know that that's her. So Uh. just a shout-out to her. I have so many beautiful memories. Oh, that's lovely. I can, uh, you know, butterflies are a wonderful example of just um, letting them float into the sky and let you remind, let remind you of some of those really special people. So, Katie, I love that visual. That's a, that's beautiful. And thank I, you. Well, before you go, Katie, tell us, tell us one special memory about your mother, if you will. Well, I have to say, my mother was always teaching uh, in her own way, and and I was her caregiver when she passed. And even at that time, I have to say, 
she was still teaching me. She was, uh, and I think God allowed me to be the one to take care of her because that was something that I needed. Uh-huh, yeah. And so many lessons, even on her deathbed, lessons learned of patience and perseverance and love and kindness. All of those were intangibles that she just left alive in me. Oh, that's wonderful. Wonderful. Okay, Katie, well, happy Mother's Day, and thanks for calling us. Thank you, and the same to you guys at the studio, too. Thank you. Okay, we're going to go on to Marcy in Ocean Springs next. Now, you're saying happy birthday to Mom, Marcy? Oh, is that what I said to Java? I'm so sorry. I meant happy Mother's Day, of course. He, um, my mother, Genevieve Hinkle Perrin, she died in 2008 of liver cancer after mm. she um, conquered breast cancer. Oh, she had six children. She died on Mother's Day, and I just, I'm so grateful that she made sure that her children knew her. You know, she just shared herself through everything she did in our home through the music she played on the stereo, you know, Elvis and Burt Bacharach. And this, I, I grew up in the 60s. I was born in 61. I just turned 61. So, um, you know, I just, we grew up with Doris Day and Rock Hudson. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. Wonderful. Sandra D. I love that. And, um, you know, I, I wasn't always happy to hear because I said so, but, uh, I will always be grateful that she was my mom. And she was so talented. She sewed our clothes. She made us the cutest little outfits. And I remember being in elementary school, and we couldn't even wear pants back uh-huh, then unless uh-huh. it was a pants suit. Right, right. With the, the top and the bottoms matched, you know. And she sewed uh, my majorette uh, costumes and my aunt's wedding gown. And she was just so talented. So I know that all the people who are Krebs and Hinkles and Moss Point and Pascagoula will recognize Genevieve's, uh, these words that I'm sharing about my mom. She went by deep sea, but uh, they all knew her and loved her, too. Well, Marcy, thank you. And that was certainly an honor to her. And it sounds like she had a difficult end of life, but still gave you so many positive memories to to hold deep in your heart. So that's great. Absolutely. Thank uh, you so much. All right, Marcy, thanks for calling. Happy Mother's Day to your mother. Okay, um, we are going to go to our final caller. We have Jeannie in Tupelo. Jeannie, I think we lost you and you came back to us, right? That's right. Thank you. Thank you for calling back. Tell us tell us if there's someone you want to honor or if you have some other thoughts. Yes. My mother, Martha Norvell, um, she was Martha Weatherford and Martha Jones before that, um, grew up in um, Booville, Mississippi. And her family, her mother and father, my grandparents, um, went through the Great Depression and lived to be 92, 94, married for 74 years. And um, my mother is a very busy woman, and she raised me well, taught me how to take care of finances. Her brother is 90 and still works as a CPA, and she works nonstop. 
my whole family has done that. Mm. Um, I'm just saying I love her. And is she still is she still with us? Yes, she is. And it's amazing that I was gone for 27 years, and I moved back. And as soon as I moved back to take care of her and be with her, I found out she has cancer. Oh, I'm so sorry, but but Jeannie, you're there for her now, and is she is she with you now? Yes, not now. Not I mean not I mean she lives right around the corner from me. Uh-huh. Well, I will say, um, I know cancer is a very scary word, and sometimes that it can it can be one of those things that does take you away, but not always. And sometimes life can be extended with treatment. So the fact that you are there with her and loving her, will add to her life. And that's one thing you need to remember is that having those um, those positive times with her right now can can make such a difference in in her life as she's moving through this. And also, I think, make a difference in your life, too, right? Well, yes. I, it, you know, I, I love your show, and I listened to it, and I heard the beginning of it. And my brother, I have a brother that's two years older than me that was adopted. So he was not a biological child. And he had 141 IQ, and he ended up getting on drugs Mm -hmm. and doing not well. He had four children. And I'm just saying this has been a hard road, and Mm -hmm. I just enjoy the things. And my mother taught me how to take care of myself. My mother and my father both did that. Mm -hmm. And my father passed away a while. And then I was gone through college. My mom's a Ph.D. She's very intelligent. And so anyway, and I am, I've done well for myself as well. And I just, it's hard to raise kids. And you never know, you never know what, you know, you have to know that each person is individual right and they're individual and what they like to do as a mom you have to just recognize what they're what they're telling you and let them go through that part of their life you know at that time and support them and right you you do yeah it's a phase yeah it's a phase yeah just like the, the monkeys they want somebody that's warm and soft, that listens to them. And, I mean, honestly, I, I just don't know how to say that because my brother, I wish he'd have never gone on that road. I mean, we were taking classical piano for eight years and all this and that. But he he wanted to get into KISS and the rock group and yeah. all that stuff and play the guitar. Yeah. But, you know, you just, you just got to... Let your kids be who they are, but guide them and tell them, you know. And you can only, that's right, Jeannie, and I just want to say in the last few seconds that we have that, you know, you can be the most wonderful mother and still have a child who has difficulties. So it doesn't, it's not a reflection on the mother if the mother has done the best that they can do. 
So thank you for sharing that. And I hope you'll have your mother listen to this podcast um, on on Mother's Day. But one thing I want to recommend to everyone before before we leave is sit down and talk to your mother, your grandmother about the wonderful memories that you have so that you don't lose them. Okay. So please, if you want to listen to any past episodes, listen um, to the podcast on your favorite podcast app or by searching Southern Remedy, Relatively Speaking. This show is a production of MPB Think Radio, engineered by Michelle McAdoo, and we had help from Jay White and Java Chapman. I'm Dr. Susan Buttress, and I hope you'll join us next Tuesday at 11 for Relatively Speaking, and that you'll stay tuned. For NPR's Here and Now, coming up next right here on MPB Think Radio.